Hey, welcome back to the Vince Del Monte podcast. And today is Good Friday. And uh, we are going to ask a really simple question today. And that question is, would you sacrifice your only son? And I'm sure, like me, you would say immediately, heck no, are you freaking crazy? My beautiful John Luca, my beautiful seven-year-old, I, what, what kind of question is that, Vince? That's ridiculous. And uh, today is a day that uh, we celebrate. Um, and I always wonder, why do we celebrate Good Friday? Because Good Friday is a day where Jesus Christ, a man who lived 2,000 plus years ago, walked on this earth, claimed to be the Son of God, and performed miracles, and led people to a better way of life, and then was crucified. Uh, the most horrific death you can imagine on a cross, and um, recently, I just saw the brand new movie, His Only Son, which tells the story that parallels uh, Jesus' life of uh, being crucified on the cross, but uh, many years back when uh, Abraham was asked to sacrifice his only son, Isaac. And if you don't know this story, it's in the book of Genesis, Genesis 22, and uh, and I'm trying to think of how I could do a podcast on Good Friday and how can I tie the significance of Good Friday in this new film I just saw, His Only Son, into a podcast. And yes, I had my work cut out for me, but then all of a sudden, it kind of became clear, and I asked myself that maybe I'm not being asked to sacrifice my son, John Luca, on an altar with a knife, but maybe there's areas in my life that represent an Isaac and represent the most beloved part of my life that give me identity that might not actually be serving me. And not to say that is not great to have an incredible and beloved relationship with your kids, but what I want to talk about today is what are you being asked to sacrifice? What are you being asked to sacrifice today? And, um, and that is the, the big idea I want to uh, bring to you today. And I want to uh, walk you into areas of my life that I have felt uh, that I've had to really examine and ask, have I put too much weight on these areas of my life where I am now being asked to sacrifice? And sacrificing things that we put identity in that mean a lot to us, uh, whether it be fame or power or pleasure or uh, fortune, these are the typically the things that men pursue and that can uh, consume our hearts and our thoughts and our actions and, and uh, sometimes become the death of us. They're things that we hold so dearly because they give us uh, a form of security. And uh, often these things are a false form of security, but they're things that we build our life around. And what uh, appears to be maybe a firm foundation in the short term turns out to be a really unstable foundation, uh, maybe the equivalent of really thin wires and and you can't build a life on thin wires or a shaky foundation and when i saw this film i was i was really challenged and there's been a, a number of things going on my, in my life where i have been uh, really called to sacrifice and, and i didn't think that i would ever have to sacrifice these types of things uh things that i thought were meant to be and I've, man, it's going to get me pretty emotional just thinking about this. So I want to pull in some stories from my personal life where I've been challenged uh, to give up um, things that I've put stock in that have given me identity and given me recognition and have given me a form of accomplishment and progress. And 
I just want to encourage you today on this Good Friday to think about what areas of your life are you being called to sacrifice? And the very first story I want to share with you was from just not too long ago uh, when we were building up to fill up our Cancun event and uh, we committed to a hotel, the JW Marriott, uh, with a room block that was a little more than we could swallow. We bit off more than we could chew. And we committed ourselves to um, a very sizable uh, room block. And as we're getting closer and closer, we were having a really hard time filling up the event. And it was quite odd, you know, coming off our Nashville event, coming off our Las Vegas event, uh, we filled those room blocks quite quickly. So we anticipated, you know, we're in Cancun, Mexico in January. We figured this might've been our biggest event. We had a killer lineup, the whole nine yards. And, and sure enough, we were having a hard time filling up the room block. And guess who was on the hook for $75,000? Yep. Yours truly. And through that time, I was an emotional basket case. I was really, really stressing. I was not showing up for my family. I was really uh, treating my kids poorly and I was treating my wife poorly. I was really impatient with my team. I was using fuel to motivate. Uh, sorry, I was using frustration as fuel to motivate. I was not in a good spot. And this weight of $75,000, the idea of losing $75,000 was just, it was breaking me down. I was not rising up to the occasion. And what eventually happened was I got to a point where I just did everything that I could. Our team did everything that we could. And I just told our event coordinator, hey, let's just... Uh, take the loss. If there's a penalty and there was a hefty, hefty penalty, I was going to have to fulfill on the room blocks that we didn't uh, meet. And I said, you know what? I'll just pull the funds. And you know what? Uh, worst case scenario, I'll invite a ton of family members and we'll have a big, massive family vacation. Now, sure enough, sure enough, within a few weeks of just completely letting go of that situation and just surrendering it to God and just sacrificing the money, if you will, just saying, you know what? It's $75,000. I can make it back. It's not the end of the world. It's a tremendous amount of money, but we've done everything we could. And what was I going to do? Continue to treat my family poorly? And what I did is I just said, hey, let's just continue to do what we do best. We'll promote the event. And then sure enough, within two weeks, we got this super weird cryptic email back from the uh, organizer, the, the the hotel in Cancun, and they basically said, we're just going to drop this, uh, this penalty and the amount of rooms, we're just going to release them. And they had them filled, I guess, within 24 hours because it's freaking Cancun. But I should have figured, like, what were they going to do? Just not release them? Of course they were going to just release them. And we told them we weren't going to fulfill on all of them. And why was I putting so much stress on myself? Looking back, I created so much stress and it wasn't for anything other than because I was afraid to sacrifice my money. And interestingly enough, when I let go, I actually was helping myself. I was helping myself not to become so attached to money. And I was helping myself realize that, hey, everything's going to work out. Hey, maybe there's a lesson here. And by letting go, by sacrificing all that money, we didn't end up losing a single penny and it ended up becoming our best event. It was our, fa it was my favorite event. 
And that was my first major, major experience with just being challenged with sacrificing something that meant a lot to me, which was money. And I'm like, why? Why did I put my family through so much stress? And now I've got to deal with the fallout from all that stress. The next story I want to tell you is about panicking about my reputation. And, um, you know, this past um, year, about a year ago at this time, we're coming up to our Nashville event and we had like 400 plus people come to the event. And I, and I told my team this year, we're going to have 600 people and maybe even 800 people. And, um, I was just really set on event numbers and making the event bigger. And, um, you know, sure enough, I don't have my visa. I don't have a visa and, you know, I could throw a small event that doesn't have much exposure, but to throw an event in the United States without a visa, I uh, create a lot of risk and exposure to myself, which could result in me never coming into the United States again. And I was really, really struggling because one of my competitors is having a big event at a similar time. And I know he was selling tickets like hotcakes and I was panicking about my reputation. Shoot, Vince is going down the drain. Shoot, Vince's business is plummeting. Shoot, Vince's event is going to be way smaller than his competitors. Shoot, what's going on with Vince Del Monte? Shoot, are Vince Del Monte's days over? And this entire process of just having to accept that, hey, we might not be able to have this event at the size that I was hoping and to build off of last year and to keep growing, I had to sacrifice my ego. I had to sacrifice my ego. And it was extremely humbling to just say, hey, we're not doing a big event in April this year and say, hey, we're going to do a smaller event. And um, interestingly enough, the definition of ego is edging God out, edging greatness out. And I was actually helping myself by swallowing my pride and not trying to pursue something out of ego and to prove myself and to not let my insecurities get the best of me. And we've been able to effortlessly, effortlessly, is that a word? Non-effortlessly, without virtually any effort, fill up our next event in Houston, Texas by simply saying, hey, we're having a smaller, intimate event. And I have had a a virtually stress-free January February and March when it comes to filling up an event. And typically that's a very stressful time for me. And this whole lesson was Vince, sacrifice your ego. All right. Don't edge God out. Trust him. He's doing a good work. His ways are higher than your ways and just trust him. All right. There's a great verse in Isaiah for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways. My ways declares the declares the Lord as the heavens are higher than the earth. So are my ways. And I've had to trust that God is doing a good work in my life and he's helping me bring a message to my community that I feel is really well needed, which is build a better business, not a bigger business, build a better business and better doesn't mean bigger. All right, and this message of me having to swallow my ego and not press forward and force something that wasn't meant to be, that I thought was meant to be, has been a really humbling experience. And just to realize that, hey, it's okay. On the other side of the ego, I've helped myself and I've been able to situate some other areas of my life that have needed a much higher priority than did run another big event. So I wanted to share those two stories with you and just 
ask you, what are you being asked to sacrifice? And is there an area in your life that you need to let go of so that God can take control and show his goodness to you and show his faithfulness to you and show his love to you and let you know that, hey, I have a plan. Do not be afraid. I am your shield. And maybe God is trying to perform a miracle in your life and make a change in your life. And it's going to be in a way that you don't understand. And this miracle might require you to go down a road that requires some suffering. Uh, It might require temptations. It might require a lot of confusion. It might be extremely lonely. It could be extremely dark. But you're being asked to make a sacrifice. And I just want to encourage you that sometimes these sacrifices feel like you've done something wrong. It might feel like a a form of punishment. And there'll be days where you want to be like Abraham and just cry out, Lord, have mercy. Why are you punishing me? What did I do wrong? And these are the days where you just have to lay your life down. You got to essentially just say, Lord, give me peace. Give me grace. Give me mercy. And you just have to cling on to your faith and know that on the other side of this uncertainty will be a breakthrough. On the other side of this storm will be a miracle. There's a purpose in this storm that you're going through. And just let God be God and just understand that sometimes the Lord calls us to difficult tasks, things that feel impossible. And that's what Isaac asked Abraham before uh, he was about to be killed. He said, is anything impossible for the Lord? And Abraham said, no. And then Abraham, then God spared Abraham's life, or sorry, spared Isaac's life. And they saw his goodness and they saw that it was a test and they saw that he is truly the giver of life and not the taker of life. And while things might not feel fair in the moment, you're going through these things that do not feel fair and you just want the test to end and you're trying to figure out what am I being asked not to withhold? There is a miracle on the other side of the storm. So I wanted to share that with you today on Good Friday and I hope that lands for you. And I just encourage you guys to be willing to let go in order to perhaps go up. And that's typically how it works. So have a blessed Good Friday and we will see you soon. Ciao, ciao.